Verses 139 to 176 of the Song of Roland. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joy Chan. The Song of Roland. Anonymous. Translated by Charles Kenneth Scott Moncrief. Verses 139 to 176. In his great rage on canters Charlemagne, Over his sark his beard is flowing plain. Barons of France in haste they spur and strain, There is not one that can his wrath contain, That they are not with Roland the captain, Whereas he fights the Saracens of Spain. If he be struck, will not one soul remain? God, sixty men are all now in his train, Never a king had better capitains. Roland regards the barren mountainsides, Dead men of France he sees so many lie, And weeps for them, as fits a gentle knight. Lords and barons, may God to you be kind, And all your souls redeem for paradise, And let you there mid holy flowers lie, Better vassals than you saw never I. Ever you've served me, and so long a time, By you Carlon hath conquered kingdoms wide, that emperor reared you for evil plight, douce land of France, O oh very precious clime, lay desolate by such a sour exile. Barons of France, for me I've seen you die, and no support, no warrant could I find. God be your aid, who never yet hath lied. I must not fail now, brother, by your side, save I be slain, for sorrow shall I die. Sir Companion, let us again go strike. The Count Rolands, back to the field, then hying, holds Durandal, and like a vassal striking, Thaldrin of Puy has through the middle sliced, with twenty-four of all they rated highest, was never man for vengeance showed such liking. Even as a stag before the hounds goes flying, before Rolands the pagans scatter frightened, says the archbishop, you deal now very wisely, such valour should he show that is bred knightly and beareth arms, and a good charger rideth. In battle should be strong, and proud, and sprightly, or otherwise he is not worth a shilling, should be a monk in one of those old minsters, where day by day he'd pray for us poor sinners. Answers Rolant, Strike on, no quarter give them. Upon these words, Franks are again beginning. Very great loss they suffer then, the Christians. The man who knows, for him there's no prison, In such a fight with keen defence lays on, Wherefore the Franks are fiercer than lions. Marcille you'd seen go as a brave baron, Sitting his horse, the which he calls Gagnon. He spurs it well, going to strike Bevan, That was the land of Buon and of Dijon. His shield he breaks, his hauberk has undone, So flings him dead, without condition. Next he hath slain, Voreri and Yvonne, also with them Gerard of Rassillon. The Count Rollans, being not far him from, to the pagan says, Confound thee, our Lord God! So wrongfully you've slain my companions, a blow you'll take ere we apart be gone, and of my sword the name I'll bid you con. 
he goes to strike him as a brave baron, and his right hand the count clean slices off, then takes the head of Jusselo the blonde, that was the son of King Marsilion. Pagans cry out, Assist us now, Mahom, God of our race, avenge us on Carlon. Into this land he sent us such felons, that will not leave the fight before they drop. Says each to each, Nay, let us fly. Upon that word they're fled an hundred thousand gone. Call them who may, they'll never more come on. But what avail, though fled be Marsilies, he's left behind his uncle, the Al-Khalif, who holds Alphern, Cartagine, Gamali, and Ethiop, a cursed land indeed. The blackamoors from there are in his keep, Broad in the nose they are, and flat in the ear, Fifty thousand and more in company. These canter forth with arrogance and heat. Then they cry out the pagans' rallying cheer, And Orolant says, Martyrdom will receive. Not long to live, I know it well, have we. Felon he's named that sells his body cheap. Strike on, my lords, with burnished swords and keen. Contest each inch your life and death between that near by us do France in shame be steeped. When Charles my lord shall come into this field, such discipline of Saracens he'll see, for one of ours he'll find them dead fifteen. He will not fail, but bless us all in peace. When Wallant sees those misbegotten men, who are more black than ink is on the pen, with no part white, only their teeth except, then says that count, I know now very well, that here to die we're bound as I can tell. Strike on, the Franks, for so I recommend, says Oliver, who holds back is condemned. Upon those words, the Franks to strike again. Franks are but few, which, when the pagans know, among themselves comfort and pride they show, says each to each, Wrong was that emperor. Their al-Khalif upon a sorrel rode, and pricked it well with both his spurs of gold. Struck Oliver behind, on the backbone, his hauberk white into his body broke, clean through his breast the thrusting spear he drove. After, he said, You've borne a mighty blow. Charles the Great should not have left you so. He's done us wrong, small thanks to him we owe. I've well avenged all ours on you alone. Oliver feels that he to die is bound, holds hold to Clare, whose steel is rough and brown, strikes the Al-Khalif on his helm's golden mount, flowers and stones fall clattering to the ground, slices his head to the small teeth in his mouth, so brandishes his blade and flings him down. After, he says, Pagan, accursed be thou, thou'lt never say that Charles forsakes me now, nor to thy wife, nor any dame thou'st found, Thou'lt never boast, in lands where thou wast crowned, One pennyworth from me thou'st taken out, Nor damage wrought on me, nor any around. After, for aid, Roland, he cries aloud. Oliver feels that death is drawing nigh, To avenge himself he hath no longer time. Through the great press most gallantly he strikes, 
He breaks their spears, their buckled shields doth slice, Their feet, their fists, their shoulders and their sides, Dismembers them, whoso had seen that sigh, Dead in the field one on another piled, Remember well a vassal brave he might. Charles Ensign, he'll not forget it quite, Aloud and clear, Monjoy, again he cries. To call Rollins, his friend and peer, he tries. My companion, come hither to my side. With bitter grief we must us now divide. Then Rollant looked upon Olivier's face, Which was all wan and colourless and pale, While the clear blood out of his body sprayed, Upon the ground gushed forth and ran away. God, said that count, what shall I do or say? My companion, gallant for such ill fate, Ne'er shall man be against thee could prevail. Ah, oh, France the deuce, henceforth art thou made waste Of vassals brave, confounded and disgraced. Our emperor shall suffer damage great. And with these words upon his horse he faints. You'd seen Roland as soon there in his seat, And Oliver, who unto death doth bleed. So much he's bled, his eyes are dim and weak, Nor clear enough his vision, far or near, To recognise whatever man he sees. His companion, when each the other meets, Above the helm jewelled with gold he beats, Slicing it down from there to the nose-piece, But not his head, he's touched not brow nor cheek, at such a blow Rolant regards him keen, And asks of him in gentle tones and sweet. To do this thing, my comrade, did you mean? This is Rolant's who ever held you dear, And no mistrust was ever us between. Says Oliver, Now can I hear you speak, I see you not, May the Lord God you keep, I struck you now, and for your pardon plead. Answers Rolant's, I am not hurt, indeed. I pardon you before God's throne and here. Upon these words each to the other leans, and in such love you had their parting seen. Oliver feels death's anguish on him now, and in his head his two eyes swimming round. Nothing he sees, he hears not any sound. Dismounting then, he kneels upon the ground, Proclaims his sins both firmly and aloud, Clasps his two hands, heavenwards holds them out, Prays God himself in paradise to allow, Blessings on Charles and on Douce France he vows, And his comrade Rollins to whom he's bound. Then his heart fails, his helmet nods and bows, Upon the earth he lays his whole length out, And he is dead, may stay no more that count. Rolands the brave mourns him with great profound. Nowhere on earth so sad a man you'd found. So Rolands' friend is dead whom when he sees, Face to the ground, and biting it with his teeth, Begins to mourn in language very sweet. Unlucky friend, your courage was indeed. Together we have spent such days and years, no harmful thing twixt thee and me has been. Now thou art dead, and all my life a grief. And with these words again he swoons, that chief. 
Upon his horse, which he calls Verlantif, stirrups of gold support him underneath. He cannot fall whichever way he lean. Soon as Roland his senses wan and new, recovering and turning from that soon, bitter great loss appeared there in his view. Dead are the Franks, he'd all of them to lose, save the archbishop and save Gaultier Delhomme. He is come down out of the mountains who, gainst Spanish men, made there a great ado. Dead are his men, for those the pagans slew. Will he or nil, along the vales he flew, and called Rolant to bring him succour soon. Ah, gentle count, brave soldier, where are you? For by thy side no fear I ever knew. Galter it is who conquered Maelgut, and nephew was to hoary old ruin. My vassalage thou ever thoughtest good, broken my spear and split my shield in two. Gone is the mail that on my hauberk grew. This body of mine eight lances have gone through. I'm dying, yet full price for life I took. Rolant has heard these words and understood, has spurred his horse, and on towards him drew. Grief gives Rolant's intolerance and pride. Through the great press he goes again to strike, to slay a score of Spaniards he contrives. Galter has six, the archbishop other five. The pagans say, Men, these of felon kind, lordings, take care they go not hence alive. Felon he's named that does not break their line, recreant who lets them any safety find. And so once more begin the hue and cry. From every part they come to break the line. Count Roland is a noble and brave soldier, Gautor Delhomme's a right good chevalier. That archbishop hath shown good prowess there. None of them falls behind the other pair. Through the great press pagans they strike again, come on a foot a thousand Sarazens, and on horseback some forty thousand men. And well I know, to approach they never dare. Lances and spears they poise to hurl at them, Arrows, barbs, darts and javelins in the air. With the first flight they've slain our Gaultier. Turpin of Reims has all his shield broken, And cracked his helm, he's wounded in the head. From his hauberk the woven mail they tear, In his body four spear wounds doth he bear. Beneath him too his charges fallen dead. Great grief it was when that archbishop fell. Turpin of Reims hath felt himself undone, Since that four spears have through his body come. Nimble and bold upon his feet he jumps, Looks for Roland, and then towards him runs, Saying this word, I am not overcome, While life remains no good vassal gives up. He's drawn our mace, whose steel was brown and rough, through the great press a thousand blows he struck. As Charles said, quarter he gave to none. He found him there, four hundred else among, wounded the most, speared through the middle some. Also there were from whom the heads he'd cut, so tells the tale, he that was there says thus. The brave Saint Giles, whom God made marvellous, who charters wrote for the minster at Loam. Nothing he's heard that does not know this much.
The Count Rolands has nobly fought and well, but he is hot and all his body sweats. Great pain he has and trouble in his head. His temples burst when he the horn sounded. But he would know if Charles will come to them, takes the oliphant and feebly sounds again. That emperor stood still and listened then. My lords, said he, right evilly we fare. This day, Rolands, my nephew shall be dead. I hear his horn with scarcely any breath. Nimbly canter, whoever would be there. Your trumpets sound as many as ye bear. Sixty thousand so loud together blare. The mountains ring, the valleys answer them. The pagans hear, they think it not a jest. Says each to each, Calum doth us bestead. The pagans say, that emperor's at hand, we hear their sound, the trumpets of the Franks. If Charles come, great loss we then shall stand, and wars renewed, unless we slay Rolant. All Spain will lose, our own clear fatherland. Four hundred men of them in helmets stand, the best of them that might be in their ranks, make on Rolands a grim and fierce attack. Gainst these the Count had well enough in hand. The Count Rolands, when their approach he sees, is grown so bold and manifest and fierce, so long as he's alive he will not yield. He sits his horse, which men call Valentif, pricking him well with golden spurs beneath. Through the great press he goes, their line to meet, and by his side is the Archbishop Turpin. Now, friend, be gone, say pagans each to each, these Frankish men, their horns we plainly hear, Charles is at hand, that king in majesty. The Count Rolands has never loved cowards, nor arrogant, nor men of evil heart, nor chevalier that was not good vassal, that Archbishop Turpins he calls apart. Sir, you're afoot, and I my charger have, for love of you here will I take my stand, together will endure things good and bad, I'll leave you not, for no incarnate man, will give again these pagans their attack, the better blows are those from Durandal, says the archbishop, shame on him that holds back, Charles is at hand, full vengeance he'll exact. The pagans say, Unlucky were we born, An evil day for us did this day dawn. For we have lost our peers and all our lords. Charles, his great host, once more upon us draws. Of Frankish men we plainly hear the horns. Monjoy, they cry, and great is their uproar. The Count Rolant is of such pride and force, He'll never yield to man of woman born. Let's aim at him, then leave him on the spot. And aim they did with arrows long and short, lances and spears and feathered javelots. Count Rolant's shield they've broken through and bored, the woven mail have from his hauberk torn. But not himself, they've never touched his course. Valentif is in thirty places gored, beneath the count he's fallen dead, that horse. Pagans are fled and leave him on the spot. The Count Rolant stands on his feet once more. Pagans are fled, enangered and enraged. Home into Spain with speed they make their way. 
The Count Rolands he has not given chase, for Valentif his charger they have slain. Will he or nil, on foot he must remain. To the Archbishop Turpins he goes with aid. He's from his head the golden helm unlaced, taken from him his white hauberk away, and cut the gown in strips, was round his waist, on his great wounds the pieces of it placed. Then to his heart has caught him and embraced. On the green grass he has him softly laid. Most sweetly then to him has Rollant prayed. Ah, gentle sir, give me your leave, I say. Our companions, whom we so dear praised, are now all dead. We cannot let them stay. I will go seek and bring them to this place. Arrange them here in ranks before your face. Said the archbishop, Go and return again. This field is yours and mine now. God be praised. So Rollance turns, through the field all alone. Searching the vales and mountains, he is gone. He finds Gerard, Gerard his companion. Also he finds Beringer and Autom. There too he finds Ansay and Sanson, And finds Gerard the old of Rossillon. By one and one he's taken those barons. To the archbishop with each of them he comes. Before his needs arranges every one. That archbishop he cannot help but sob. He lifts his hand, gives benediction. After he said, Unlucky lords your lot, But all your souls he'll lay, our glorious lord, In paradise his holy flowers upon. For my own death such anguish now I've got, I shall not see him, our rich emperor. So Rolant turns, goes through the field in quest. His companion Olivier finds at length. He has embraced him close against his breast. To the archbishop returns as he can best. Upon a shield he's laid him by the rest. And the archbishop has them absolved and blessed. Whereon his grief and pity grow afresh. Then says Rolant, Fair comrade Olivier, You were the son of the good Count Rainier who held the march by the Vale of Runier, to shatter spears through buckled shields to bear, and from hauberks the mail to break and tear, proof men to lead and prudent counsel share, gluttons in field to frighten and conquer. No land has known a better chevalier. The Count Rollands, when dead he saw his peers, and Oliver, he held so very dear, grew tender and began to shed a tear. Out of his face the colour disappeared. No longer could he stand for so much grief. Will he or nil, he swooned upon the field. Said the archbishop, unlucky lord indeed. When the archbishop beheld him swoon, Rolant, Never before such bitter grief he'd had. Stretching his hand, he took that oliphant. Through Ronceval a little river ran. He would go there, fetch water for Rolant. Went step by step, to stumble soon began. So feeble he is, no further fare he can. For too much blood he's lost, and no strength has. Ere he has crossed an acre of the land, his heart grows faint. He falls down forwards and... 
death comes to him with very cruel pangs. The Count Rollins wakes from his swoon once more, climbs to his feet, his pains are very sore, looks down the vale, looks to the hills above, on the green grass beyond his companions, he sees him lie, that noble old baron. Tis the archbishop whom in his name wrought God, there who proclaims his sins and looks above, joins his two hands to heaven, holds them forth, and paradise prays God to him to accord. Dead is Turpin, the warrior of Shalom, in battles great and very rare sermons, against pagans ever a champion. God grant him now his benediction. The Count Rolant sees the archbishop lie dead, sees the bowels out of his body shed, and sees the brains that surge from his forehead. Between his two armpits upon his breast, crossways he folds those hands so white and fair, then mourns aloud as was the custom there. Thee gentle sir, chevalier nobly bred, to the glorious celestial I commend. Ne'er shall man be that will him serve so well, since the apostles was never such prophet to hold the law and draw the hearts of men now may your soul no pain nor sorrow ken finding the gates of paradise open then rolands feels that death to him draws near for all his brain is issued from his ears he prays to god that he will call the peers bids gabriel the angel to himself appear takes the oliphant that no reproach shall hear, and Durandal in the other hand he wields. Further than might a crossbow's arrow speed, goes towards Spain into a fallow field, climbs on a cliff, where, under two fair trees, four terraces of marble wrought he sees. There he falls down and lies upon the green. He swoons again, for death is very near. High are the peaks, the trees are very high. Four terraces of polished marble shine. On the green grass Count Rolant swoons thereby. A Sarazen him all the time espies, Who feigning death among the others hides. Blood hath his face and all his body died. He gets a foot, running towards him highs. Fair was he, strong and of a courage high. A mortal hate he's kindled in his pride. He seized Rolant and the arms were at his side. Charles nephew, he said, here conquered lies, to Araby I'll bear this sword as prize. As he drew it, something the Count descried. So Roland felt his sword was taken forth, opened his eyes, and this word to him spoke, Thou'rt never one of ours, full well I know took the oliphant, that he would not let go, struck him on the helm, that jeweled was with gold, and broke its steel, his skull and all his bones, out of his head both the two eyes he drove, dead at his feet he has the pagan throne, after he said, culvert, thou wert too bold, or right or wrong, of my sword-seizing hold, they'll dub thee fool to whom the tale is told, but my great one, my oliphant, I broke. 
fallen from it the crystal and the gold. Then Rolands feels that he has lost his sight, climbs to his feet, uses what strength he might. In all his face the colour is grown white. In front of him a great brown boulder lies, where on ten blows with grief and rage he strikes. The steel cries out, but does not break outright. And the Count says, St. Mary, be my guide. Good Durandal, unlucky is your plight. I've need of you no more. Spent is my pride. We in the field have won so many fights, combating through so many regions wide, that Charles holds, whose beard is hoary white. Be you not his that turns from any in flight. A good vassal has held you this long time. Never shall France the free behold his like. Rolant hath struck the Sardinic's terrace, the steel cries out, but broken is no ways. So when he sees, he never can it break. Within himself begins he to complain. Ah, oh, Durandal, white art thou, clear of stain. Beneath the sun reflecting back his rays, In Morien was Charles in the vale, When from heaven God by his angel bade. Him give thee to a count and capitain, Girt thee on me that noble king and great. I won for him with thee, Anjou, Bretagne, and won for him with thee, Peto the main, and Normandy, the free for him I gained, also with thee, Provence and Equitaine, and Lombardy and all the whole Romaine. I won Bever, all Flanders in the plain, also Burgrine, and all the whole Priene, Constantinople that homage to him pays, in Saisony all is as he ordains. With thee I won him Scotland, Ireland, Wales, England also, where he his chamber makes. Won I with thee so many countries strange, that Charles holds, whose beard is white with age, for this sword's sake sorrow upon me weighs. Rather I'll die than it mid pagan stay. Let God, Father, never let France be shamed. Rolant his stroke on a dark stone repeats, and more of it breaks off than I can speak. The sword cries out, yet breaks not in the least. Back from the blow into the air it leaps, destroy it can he not, which when he sees, within himself he makes a plaint most sweet. Ah, Durandal, most holy, fair indeed, relics enough thy golden hilt conceals, St. Peter's tooth, the blood of St. Basile. Some of the hairs of my lord, Saint Denise, some of the robe was worn by Saint Mary. It is not right that pagans should thee seize, for Christian men your use shall ever be, nor any man's that worketh cowardice. Many broad lands with you have I retrieved, which Charles holds, who hath the great white beard. Wherefore that king so proud and rich is he. But Roland felt that death had made a way, Down from his head till on his heart it lay. Beneath a pine running in haste he came. On the green grass he lay there on his face, His oliphant and sword beneath him placed, Turning his head towards the pagan race. Now this he did in truth, that Charles might say, 
as he desired, and all the Franks his race. Ah, gentle Count, conquering he was slain. He owned his faults often and every way, and for his sins his glove to God upraised. But Rollant feels he's no more time to seek. Looking to Spain, he lies on a sharp peak, and with one hand upon his breast he beats. Mea culpa, God, by thy virtues clean me from my sins, the mortal and the mean, which from the hour that I was born have been until this day when life is ended here. Holds out his glove towards God as he speaks. Angels descend from heaven on that scene. The Count Rollands beneath a pine he sits, turning his eyes towards Spain he begins, remembering so many diverse things, so many lands where he went conquering, and France the Deuce, the heroes of his kin, and Charlemagne, his lord who nourished him. Nor can he help but weep and sigh at this, but his own self he's not forgotten him. He owns his faults and God's forgiveness bids, very father in whom no falsehood is, sent Lazaron from death thou didst remit, and Daniel save from the lion's pit, my soul and me preserve from all peril, and from the sins I did in life commit. His right hand glove, to God he offers it, Saint Gabriel from his hand hath taken it, over his arm his head bows down and slips, he joins his hands, and so is life finished. God sent him down his angel cherubim, and St. Michael we worship in peril, and by their side St. Gabriel alit, so the Count's soul they bear to paradise. End of verses 139 to 176